It's the Big Wake Up Call on AM 1280 WBIG. I'm Ryan Gatenby, and our next guest is a Grammy-nominated singer-songwriter who has a wonderful new children's book, beautifully illustrated, and includes a 10-song CD. It's songs for moving and shaking, the air band song, and other toe-tapping tunes, and we're going to visit with Lisa Loeb. Hi, Lisa. Hey, how are you doing? Good. How are you this morning? It's, uh, it's great to talk to you. You too. I'm good. I'm a little tired. I had a, a concert last night, but um, but I'm doing well. Yeah, as this is, uh, I, I imagine this is not your early, uh, your normal rise and shine time for uh, for the concert lifestyle. Uh, it's not for the concert lifestyle, but it <laughs> is now for the having children lifestyle. Um, I have two kids now. I have a, a baby who's going to be ten months old in a couple of days, and a three year old. So I usually try to wake up at around six thirty. Uh, if I don't wake up by six thirty or seven, they'll wake me up anyway. <laughs> so you're you're back out. So, you're yeah, performing. Yeah, performing shows with a ten month old. That is uh, that's to be commended. Thank you. Yes, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's funny that I I was due to have my baby in June. I was supposed to put out a, a grown up record, and I put off uh, putting it out until I knew I was going to be. You know, the baby was going to be healthy and. And, and I was going to have the baby. Um, so I put out a grown-up record earlier this year in January. Um, and But I have to say, I did book a show that was like about four weeks after the baby was due last year. And I pl- and he came like maybe a few days early. So I played a concert like four or five weeks after the baby was was born. But it was fine. It turned out to be fine. I was very lucky. <laughs> Well, and uh, at least I have to tell you that, uh, you know, I have uh, my, my youngest son is uh, 10 years old. He's already on his way to being, uh, he's showing me scales and, and bar chords and licks. And I know a large portion of it is uh, being exposed to um, uh, music, uh, you know, made by professional musicians for kids. And it was a combination of uh, They Might Be Giants, The Wiggles, and uh, we had Camp Lisa in the car. And. I think oh, great. these are just a great way. I mean, they introduce kids. They're fun for kids, but uh, it really uh, got him into the fundamentals of music and, uh, you know, made him want to explore. And now he's off and getting into the Beatles and everything else. Right. That's so cool. And how old is your son now? Uh, he's 10. How old is he? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's great. You know, I, I that, that makes me feel good because one of the goals of making – um, all the kids' music I make, from Camp Lisa to the new books, the one that the newest one, which is uh, Lisa Loeb's songs for Moving and Shaken, which is a book that comes with a CD. It's really important for us to have, um, like some of the other acts that you mentioned. It's really important for us to make music. Um, I say us because I have a couple of collaborators. We we like to write music and record classics that sound like real people. They are real people playing music, you know, playing real instruments, things that might get kids. Um, you know, up and moving or singing along or participating in the music. You know, it's it's old school, like, interactive entertainment before there was the computer. And, and it's really important to us. We have all of our great musicians who play either in my band or fantastic studio musicians, like world-class musicians who who come and play with us. And, um, and it's really important to me, and I'm glad that, to hear that your son enjoyed that kind of music and, and that kind of, you know, playing, actual people playing instruments. I think it makes a difference. Well, I think it's also a, a gift for the parents, and I, I'm loving this trend of, of more of the people that, you know, I grew up uh, listening to or people that uh, I have been a fan of 
for a long time that are making songs for kids because now they're after years of just uh, you know the the Barneys and the and the kids bop of the world. There are songs for kids that uh, the grown-ups can love just as much. Yeah, and that's, I think that's a great trend. It's funny. There's even some artists. There's one that I listen to called Gustafer Yellow Gold. Um, I actually, my husband and I listened to it before we even had kids. It's just great, interesting, beautiful music. Um, so, I, I I love being a part of that uh, that group of musicians. It's, it's good. I, it gives me um, keeps me in good company. <laughs> Is it more difficult now with uh, with you know being a uh, being a mom? Is it more difficult to to write songs to come up with the time to write, or has that been your your process? Are you a writer more like oh you're inspired so you write a song, or do you approach it like I need to find time to sit down and write? You know, it's really a combination of the two. Um, the best is when you're inspired. When I'm inspired, thank God for phones and cell phones and, and being able to record ideas on them because you think you're going to remember, but you never remember. You wake up the next day and you're like, oh, what was that great idea I had yesterday or five minutes ago? So having a cell phone that I that I collect ideas on is great. But at a certain point, it is really important for me to sit and do it where I call it doing my homework, where you have to sit down and actually gather all those ideas that you have and, and put together a song. Um, often I, I started collaborating more now that I have kids because it, it helps me plan a time to get together and, and have a commitment to actually sitting down and writing. Um, also, luckily with kids, especially young ones, where they have naps and they have their awake time and their sleep time, it sort of divides the day up in a really nice way so that you only have a couple hours here and there to work. But sometimes I think we're more efficient um, when we only have a few hours here and there to work. I'm sure that happens to everybody at work. You know, they're there all day at the office. But I've heard that, like, really there's a handful of hours in the morning that are people's most productive hours. If you only have a couple of hours, sometimes it works better because you can just things done in that time. And you mentioned the, you know, the cell phone and the technology, and I would imagine, yeah, that makes it certainly easier to at least capture a, a rough sketch of a song more than digging out, you know, your old four-track cassette recorder and trying to hook things up to that. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I actually still have cassette tapes of lots and lots of ideas that I have that, uh, I, I one day I was going to get around to listening to them and making songs out of them. And at a certain point, I'm sort of an organized person, a messy but organized person. I've got a lot going on. I want to see everything and all the things I'm working on out on my desk. But I still like to get very organized also. And at a certain point, I was like, i got to get rid of this clutter. And I started taking these cassette tapes with ideas, and I was like, I'm just going to get rid of them and start over new. And I started cutting the tapes, like two or three of them, and then I thought, oh, my God, what am I doing? These are ideas. I have to get back to them, even though they're on cassette tapes, you know. Um, but it, it's it's really such a long process to write music, and I think it's important to, to collect ideas and be very organized about it. Now, when you're approaching, uh, you know, writing, uh, do you sit down specifically with the intent, okay, I'm, I'm working now here on my grown-up album, or I'm working on my kids' album, because, you know, with, with your style and, and the tone that you approach some of them, it seems like the, the, the root of some ideas, you could have a song, and potentially that could go either way. Um, well, you're right. You know, sometimes I usually know exactly what I'm, what I'm going for. Um, I usually know if I'm, because often with my kids' music especially, it's, it's a specific project and we're just saying, okay, let's get this project done. We make deadlines or, uh, like, for example, with my new kids' books, they came with the CDs, they, um, the publisher has a deadline and so we have to, to finish making that music. Um, with grown-up music for me, it's always been a process and as, as soon as I collect enough songs, 
songs that make it feel like it would be a great album, then I'd make a record. That being said, my most recent grown-up record, the one called No Fairy Tale, um, my friend Chad Gilbert from the band Newfound Glory contacted me, and he wanted to make a poppy, punky rock record with me, and he wanted to jump into the studio and just do it. So I had a lot of songs I'd been working on over many years to try to put together a grown-up record, but I kept getting distracted and doing kids' records and other projects. Um, but we, we made ourselves a deadline because he wanted to get into the studio as quickly as possible. And that was great having a collaborator like that who can really help, uh, you know, get it together and, and get things happening quickly. So we, we were able to write a couple of songs, gather a couple of songs, check out some of my old songs. So that, that was also kind of a self-imposed deadline, which I think is, is very helpful. It, it still felt very natural. It wasn't like the songs were rushed or anything like that. Um, the creative process was rushed. It was just more focused. And the new book is uh, Songs for Moving and Shaking. It is beautifully illustrated. I'm, I'm kind of in love with the little dancing squirrels on the cover, so I know that's going to uh, go over big with some people. One last question I had, and uh, Lisa, I believe you and I are about the same age, and you have uh, Miss Mary Mack is a song in the book. And yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you watched uh, Zoom on, on PBS when you were a kid, but I yes. vividly remember oh Miss Mary Mack from that, and it was fun to see it uh, brought that- back. I'm so excited that you mentioned that because I have to say, other than the Carol King record that was uh, words by Maurice Sendak and music by Carol King and yeah, it sounds yeah. like a Carol King record, other than that inspiration, the Zoom activity book was one of my main inspirations. When I was a kid, I loved Zoom. It was a TV for people who don't know. It's a TV show with kids, and they did um, they had Zoom dues where they would do little activities and they would sing songs and they would have. You know, do the cat's cradle, which is the thing you do with the string. It's, right, it's kind right. of stuff you learn at summer camp or stuff you could do with your friends. We had an activity book that Zoom put out, and it had all these different things from the TV show. And um, I used to love sitting with my my friends or my sister and just going through the activities and going through the songs and singing along. And it was the Zoom book and one of the songs, Miss Mary Mack, which is the hand, old hand clapping, Miss Mary Mack, 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 all dressed in black. It was a little hand clapping thing that gives kids such a fun sense of accomplishment and it's such a fun thing to do when you learn all the movements and the words that go along with songs. That was something I also learned from Zoom. So I'm so glad you mentioned that because I loved that show when I was growing up. Uh, see, we had a lot of fun as kids because, yeah, I had the Zoom activity book and the record on my little Fisher-Price player and uh, the cat came back and all that good stuff. I was going to say the cat came back. That's so funny. Uh, Lisa Loeb, the new book is uh, Moving and Shaking, the air band song and other toe-tapping tunes. And then uh, you're going to be in the area, uh, City Winery in Chicago on May 9th and uh, 10th. Lisa, thank you so much for uh, being on the show today. Great to talk to you. And uh, we look forward to uh, checking out uh, more of the book and seeing you live soon. Thank you, Lisa. Yeah, I can't wait to see you guys.